back to the Stephen Stephen Show. I'm Stephen. Episode two. I'm Stephen. Also, yeah. I'm also Stephen. We did a great first episode. It's I, one of those. It's like, have you ever seen a pilot and it was so good that yeah. you're concerned that the show is just going to go downhill? I kind of, I don't know. I had a moment where I freaked out. Like, this is so freaking good. Yeah. I know. Why didn't my life, my wife like it? You know, like just that, mm-hmm. that sort of overwhelming sense of what now, you know? I hope, like, I hope we didn't peak in episode one. God, I that is the biggest. Yeah. That's the hurdle. That's we've got, hurdle. we can't, we've got to avoid the sophomore slump. However, I just want to say if anybody listened to us talk about all those Instagram ads, I mean, I, they doubled down on me this past week. Like I saw so many. <laughs> <laughs> so many of those bad bod uh, t-shirts man it was bad uh i i felt like they were really listening to us but i mean well i i i absolutely whatever uh allow i have to click on my iphone to get it to be allowed for them to listen to me say whatever so they can cater their ads to me i allow it wait there's a feature fact, for this i'm into it well you know when you uh when you use your your Instagram app for the first time, it says like, do you want to allow access to the camera? Do you want to allow access to the microphone? Of course we say yes. Right. Because you want to film a video. Sure. But How else the thing is, yeah. is, yeah, it's just listening is what the, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's been socially accepted that it's a thing or not, but I, I mean, there's no other way. There's no other way. In fact, I've got my phone sitting in front of me. I'm going to put some stuff to the test tonight. I'm going to talk about some random things. I like and, it. And uh, next week we'll come back and see what my Instagram ads showed me as a result. So, well, I want to I want to talk for a second about Instagram. Why is my Instagram so outdated? Like that's what concerns me. I don't have the I don't have the functionality to do. Do you have things. reels on yours? No, I can't do reels on mine. No. I can't do IGTV. Like the whole thing is just, it's like I got the very first version of Instagram and it has no How special features. How is that features. possible? So if I'm going to ever upload an IG, like a, like a IGTV, I have to download a third party app. But the third party app is IGTV. It's a whole separate app. I record my video. I have to connect it to my Instagram. I'm like, Instagram, what are you guys doing? You're making this way too difficult. Like there's too many steps to this. How do I just get it migrated over? So too many steps. If you work for Instagram and you're listening to the Steven and Steven show, which let's be honest, first you probably of all, are. Yeah. I mean, like, if it's not playing in the office at headquarters, I'd be surprised. Yes. Um, then like, please reach out to us. You can email us at the Steven and Steven show at gmail.com. Yeah. I guess this is a good opportunity for us to plug ourselves. So um, yeah, we have actually, we made some changes this week where we got, um, you actually did a fabulous job of getting us on all of our platforms. Tell our listeners, Steven, where they can find My us. My goodness. Now. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Google Podcasts. Ooh. Uh, I believe by the time you hear this, Amazon Podcasts uh, wow. and and iHeartRadio as well. Just just the podcast app, not not the actual iHeartRadio situation. But when we tell people we're on iHeartRadio, to me there it feels way. more legit. Yeah, of course. There's our YouTube channel. We'd love it if you would watch uh, and see how pretty we are. 
mm-hmm. when we when we talk about these things. Also, but you here- get to see the the random pauses make so much more sense because oh. you see we're like looking why at our phones, why we're randomly pausing, scratching they're, our heads or something. They're they're actually not random, and that's the that's the uniqueness of this. But you only uh, know that if you're watching on YouTube, ex- you get exactly. to see the cool logo behind me. Look at that logo, those solid bitmojis. That's um, next I, level. I think so too. I would also like to tell our listeners that it's imperative that you go and leave us a comment or that you um, write rate. Yes. You have to rate us. That's how we really rise to the top. Now, Stephen, you and I have both been very direct. We're trying to get rich off this. Like that's absolutely make, correct. And we're trying to do it old fashioned way where we pretty much just annihilate all of our sponsors. Anyone mm-hmm. who's a potential uh, uh, so sponsor of the Stephen and Stephen show. We we're, we're already nipping that in the bud, but, but don't get it twisted. I will become your biggest fan for a sponsorship. Exactly. Whatever uh, it is you want me to read, whatever it is you want me to wear. If mm-hmm. you'll, if you'll send us 20 bucks an episode, we can do I'm it. In. I'm in. If you've got a nacho cart and you'd like to highlight, you'd like us to highlight your nacho cart. Tacos. Whether, we're burritos. We're By the hey, way, what you said, go ahead. Yeah, what you said earlier that made me uh, that made me laugh. You said there were too many steps, and it made me think of uh, when I was in um, California, and it was the mm-hmm. first year that I lived there, and I went to every single one of our sister in law's high school basketball games, yep. and our mother in law was notorious for any time someone even remotely looked like they were traveling, she would just scream, too many steps. Too many steps. I'm sorry, too many steps. Too many steps. So that's how I feel about getting you Instagram. Too uh, many steps, Instagram. and IGTV. You might as well be traveling at a high school basketball game, taking too many steps. Don't make us get DoFlo involved in the uh, resolution of my Instagram situation. You know, I confronted her about what we talked about last episode, which was saying that you were the second great love of her life. And really? She just, How'd that go? she just laughed. Yeah. She didn't deny it. She's so, like, I'm, what do you mean to say? I, I also told her that we came to the conclusion that neither one of us probably held that spot. It was James. And yeah. then Charity said, whoever is the most recent great love of her life becomes the second great love of her life. Right. So. Cause it was, it was our other brother-in-law, George for a hot minute, but um, George is, George is kind of an anomaly. He doesn't have any um, social media at all. Totally off he the grid. He barely has an email address. Um, I was, I was hanging out with George the other day and this was the cool part about George. George actually is very current in a lot of sports. Like he can talk to you fluently about baseball or about football at a moment's notice. And because of the nature of his marriage, who he married was Trinity, which is a Trinity is a huge Laker fan. They watch all, you know, types of, of Laker stuff and everything. But so I'm, I'm hanging out with George and I'm like, well, you don't have Twitter. You don't have Instagram. You don't have Facebook. Like, where are you getting your information? My man gets the Bleacher Report app. Oh, and is like browsing. Have you ever Bleacher been with Report. him? Have you ever yeah. been with him? He's getting push notifications from Bleacher Report. From Bleacher Report. I don't yeah. know people like that other than George. George is like the only person who. And that's what his I data. love about George. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's solid like that. I'm over he's here not like skewed. arguing with people. Right. And he's Which, like, speaking no, of arguing just give with me the people, facts. Do you yeah. want to tell people where they can argue with you if you want to? Get into an yeah, argument about DeMar would, DeRozan's contract value? Well, DeMar DeRozan has since left the San Antonio Spurs. So if you want to argue with me about something other than DeMar DeRozan, if you still want to argue with me about the Spurs, you can come chat with me on Twitter. That's where I spend, uh, that's the neighborhood where I spend most of my days um, at the Hailstone on Twitter. And I'm a great follow, although I tell people on a fairly regular basis, 
don't follow me. You're going to be responsible for the content that comes out of my mouth. And people, I think that's a weird thing is I have people that genuinely hate me on Twitter, which I mean, it's comical, but also I'm like, I told you guys, this was a mistake. Is it, if you give them fair warning that they're going to hate you, is it Mm -hmm. fair? Is it just like, well, what did you expect? Right. Well, this is a great topic. Let's, let's get into this. So I spent my Friday night doing something that I don't typically do. I watched the Bill Maher show. Have you ever watched the Bill Maher show? Oh my God. Back in the day when it was like the only thing on at a certain time, but yeah, yeah. I, so I, I've, I've, I'll be honest with you. This is where this is going to get very interesting because I don't keep up with a lot of current events. So mm-hmm. I'm actually using you as my source of information. Oh, that's great. Um, so Everything well, that, will come uh, through the lens of whatever God knows what. So here yeah, we go. So you're so you're gonna get filtered through me. And let me just tell you, if there's ever a source for current events, it's it's this guy. A guy um, wearing a waste of time t-shirt. Waste of time t-shirt. Um, sponsored by Pullen Bear, uh, unofficial sponsor <laughs> of the Stephen and Stephen show. So um, I'm watching Bill Maher on a Friday night, which I don't know why. I'm flipping through channels and uh, I'm flipping through my HBO stuff, and I come on him. Uh, come up on Bill Maher and I thought Bill Maher said like an interesting thing he's like interviewing like this lady and they were talking about like um, if they're able to like if if we'll think we'll find peace between like the political side of left and right and Bill Maher was like well the first thing we have to do is like stop the hate like the hate on both sides okay well apparently I haven't watched Bill Maher in a long time because that is not what I expected you to say so I'm pretty sure that Bill Maher is now a libertarian, or at least he's flirting with the idea of being somewhat maybe, conservative. Maybe he, he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. I, I, considering I'll he made not. a movie called Religious, which mocks the entire Christian faith, that would be a far stretch. But hey, um, come just as you are. That's what the good book says. So, Paul um, used to persecute Christians. I'm just saying. I'm, Paul did. He, so maybe the Apostle Bill <laughs> many, Maher. Many consider coming. Bill Maher the Apostle Paul of 2021. He's he's the he's the millennials version of Apostle yeah. Paul. Um, so he's talking about hate, and I just thought I started thinking about that as like we have people that they will they can you can literally hate somebody for their political views or or for the way that they it's not just that serious, it's even on lighter scales. Like I know people that hate me because I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. Like I have like fans who are like Houston Rockets fans that follow me just so they can bash me like my personal well-being because of the sports team that i like and i think the yeah, Cowboys which, which, let's be like honest like you're a spurs fan because like your family is from south texas yeah that was the closest sports team to the city that i grew up in it's it's not like you're some random yankees fan which maybe this is as good a time as any to talk about this because you and i've talked about this in person several times sure. which is the the rule for sports fandom Oh man, I almost wrote a book. I wrote way too many pages. I have like, it's it's not enough to be a book, but I did write something like 48 pages of this book called like Official a Guide to Being a Fan of Sports Teams. And I came up with like rules and regulations for it. And it's all based off geographical location. It changed my life. I'll be honest it with is. you. It, now there are obviously exceptions to rules and things like that, but mm-hmm. this is the thing that made the most sense to me of anything I've ever heard. And you got me so like jacked up that when I start talking about sports to somebody who's from mm-hmm. Arkansas, they tell me they're a Yankees fan. I'm like, really? Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Because Derek Jeter was my favorite. Derek Jeter was everybody's favorite. He's a, and okay? he was good looking. He's a Would good he be your looking favorite half if you were ugly? black, half white man. 
You know, he's got perfect skin. He's built like a god. Of course, you like Derek Jeter. He was he's your an amazing. Favorite. He's an amazing shortstop. I, I think he like was like dating ball. Minka Kelly at some point in time. Like, yeah, of course you love Derek Jeter, but you're from Arkansas, so you have some limited options about whose fandom you can. Like, embrace. you might not even have all your teeth, and then of course you're gonna love somebody like Derek Jeter, but just because he's got a full grill, like it ends right. there. Right now. Okay. So here are some things because we haven't talked about this in a long time and maybe this isn't where we were uh, intending to go, but let's be honest, we had no agenda in this conversation. So I've recently made some amendments and I want you to tell me kind of what you think. I've allowed some people fandom because of certain reasons. Okay. Sure. So for instance, if you are from Oklahoma, right. Okay. um, Where college football is king of the world, I will allow you to be a fan of an NFL team if there are prominent OU alumni on the team. Hmm. Well, I would say though, that that's, that's a, I like your logic. I like where we're headed with this, but a a place like OU and a place like Oklahoma, which if you're living in Oklahoma, move. Sponsor us. I mean, move. Yeah. Um, But if you're in Oklahoma, like the only thing that they really have is OU football. And I know we can talk about like you and I both lived in Oklahoma. Thunder. Yeah, like they had the Thunder and they have like the Oklahoma State Cowboys, but everybody who's been in it's Oklahoma, OU. It's, it's OU. OU. It is OU through and through. And the so, only reason people go to OSU is if they're from Stillwater, they got a scholarship, yeah. or their family went to OSU. That's it. Right. So who, like, I, I think I went to school around the time that Adrian Peterson, who's a famous OU yeah. running back, played for the Sooners. Um he obviously left and went to, uh, or he he went into the NFL draft yeah. and was drafted I, by the Vikings. So okay, does that so mean I remember people, him playing for the Vikings? Right. So does that mean people in Oklahoma they well, get to be fans of the Vikings? Like, what would be I the think, geographical tie I, into yeah, the Minnesota I think Vikings? That, I, I think it's Adrian Peterson, and you have to like in order to maintain Viking fandom, you mm-hmm. have to be a fan for the entirety of that person's career. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you either have to be so attached to that one person that you follow them. And then you can't really even fully say you're a Vikings fan. You have to say, right. Well, I'm an Adrian Peterson Peterson fan. fan, So I'm currently rooting for the Vikings. Or, or you have to, through good or bad, when Adrian Peterson retires, hypothetically, you have to stay a Vikings fan (laughs) forever. Yeah. You have to lock in your Minnesota Vikings fandom forever. But the, the problem is, is that doesn't, okay, so maybe that translates to OU, like the Sooners, Oklahoma University. It's, it's a rare thing because there aren't that many states that don't have a professional team within right. like, you know, I don't know, arm's length. I mean, like, I right. guess you could say like OU people, like Oklahoma fans can root for Dallas teams, but even that's like a three and a half hour job. And, and look, there's, there's such a state rivalry when you cross mm-hmm. state lines. Yes. It's hard if you're from Oklahoma to say like, I'm a Cowboys Rangers Mavs fan, like yeah. definitely not a Mavs fan anymore, but uh, I mean, I've got lots of friends I grew up with um, or, or I say grew up with that I was in college with in Oklahoma and they were Mavs fans until they had the chance to be Thunder fans. Yeah. And even that I was like, okay, so you just, is the rule that you can abandon your team? You can abandon if, your if one fandom. moves closer. Yeah. 
Well, there has to be a sense of loyalty to it. And I will say you're right about the state lines, like loyalty. When I was in school, I went to school in Oklahoma City, not at OU, obviously. But I, I had a, just a mess with people in Oklahoma. I made a horrible decision to actually put like a UT bumper sticker and a UT license plate cover on my car at the time. Oh, yeah. Those are fighting and, words. Yeah. I super got egged. Like, don't do that at all. If you live in Oklahoma and you're from Texas, don't go putting UT stuff all over the place. But the thing is, is it doesn't translate well to other avenues because, okay, if you're from Oklahoma and Adrian Peterson is your favorite player, and so now you've become a Vikings fan because he played there. Well, he went to other teams. That doesn't translate to basketball because we have a lot of people who are LeBron James fans that were like, woo, Cleveland Cavaliers. And then this dude goes to Miami and they're they're like, got a Miami jersey. And now they're Laker fans. I will say this though, basketball is different because you got five guys out there at one time. So f- football yeah. is a team of what, 40 something? And, and basketball is a team of, of 53. You probably, you probably only know like seven to eight guys. Like I would consider myself a strong Mavericks fan. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you our current 15 man roster. Yeah. But, but you know what? I got four letters that make all the difference L U K A. Yeah, that's not fair. He's Luca is uh, he's he might be an MVP in the in the next two or three years. But I just I think fandom is so like you're going to have like your primary team that you're a fan of. So I don't I don't I know that if you're living like a major city like Dallas, it's easy to look at a team like a city like Dallas and you go, okay, I'm a Mavericks fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm a Rangers fan. But if you live in San Antonio, like okay, you're a Spurs fan because the only thing they have is San Antonio. And what football team do you like? Well, if you lived, if you've ever been to San Antonio, like San Antonio was Dallas Cowboys country, even though the Houston Texans are a much closer drive, but also nobody in San Antonio cares about baseball at all. So you might have somebody that's randomly like they're a Spurs fan, they're a Cowboys fan, and then they're a fan of the Yankees just because Derek Cheater looks good now early whites. I will say this. I think that um, baseball is so unique and this is kind of like my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. Like I lived in, uh, I lived in Tulsa and Tulsa has a double a team there. Uh, the Tulsa drillers. Yep. Um, and, and minor league teams kind of bounce from affiliate to affiliate. Like for instance, like the Rangers AAA team was in Round Rock, and then it was in uh, Nashville for a year, and now it's back in Round Rock. But while it, while they were in Nashville, the Round Rock team was an Astros affiliate, and the players, you know, because they're in the Rangers organization, they moved to Nashville. But it's like if you were in, for instance, if I lived in the Austin area, I would probably go to a ton of Round Rock Express games. I'm yep. sorry, yeah, Round Rock Express. Um, I would probably go to a ton of those games because those are like guys that are in the Rangers organization. I'm a Rangers fan. If I, if I didn't have a baseball team, I could see myself becoming a Rangers fan because right. I've gotten to watch their minor league affiliate because of Corpus the- Christi has the Corpus mm. Christi hooks Astros affiliate Astros affiliate. So I can kind of see baseball being a little unique, but, but again, like we're talking about if you're into minor league, like I, the average baseball fan, the the average baseball fan couldn't tell you who the minor league affiliates for their major league team were. You know what I'm saying? Like Oklahoma City's team is a Dodgers affiliate. Like, right? That's kind of bizarre. You know, like, do you get to be a Dodgers fan if you live in Oklahoma City because you might get to go see, you know, some Red Hooks games or whatever they're called? Now, what do you do if you live 
in a city now i guess there's a there's a few circumstances of this it's, it's not an awful lot but in a city where they have multiple teams so like you have the los angeles lakers the los angeles clippers now you have the chargers and the rams you have the white Sox and the cubs you have the mets and the yankees uh i guess you technically have the knicks and the nets i don't know if there's any yeah, other I mean, they're in brooklyn um, yeah um I, orlando's I mean, got do, like do, three teams but does I, does oakland and uh like san francisco is that i mean if you well, live in the, the bay area you know yeah if you live in the bay area well i mean look all these rules go out the window and really make me a hypocrite because i became a raiders fan like three years ago and that was kind of the point that i was going to lead to eventually was yeah you're a las vegas raiders fan the two uh, and, and I saw, Las Vegas Raiders. Shout out, shout out to uh, Lantron who called you out on this on Twitter and said, "Did you just become a Raiders fan because they have the same color scheme as Spurs?" And a hundred percent, the answer was yes. I mean, I'm not going to go well, buy. I'm not going to buy new clothing colors to support a a secondary football team. Like I can name you like five players of the Oakland Raiders. Excuse me, okay, the Las but, Vegas Raiders right now. So it's like I'm a fan, but let's not pretend like. I've got some, but here's the question. Like, what do you, what, what, what were your other options? You know what I mean? Like, right. You're going to be a Cowboys fan. Uh, yeah. Set yeah. yourself up for a life, lifetime of heartbreak. If, if you go the, the LA route, like there's a lot of variables involved there, chief. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking, you know, we don't even know I mean, if the chargers are going to hang out for a while. Like nobody wants the chargers. And nobody, lo- nobody has hung out in LA for a significant amount of time anyway. No. So, is it a football town? Eh. Yeah. I don't think it is because uh, being in being in LA or just being in Southern California for the last eleven years, like there's two things I know about this. It's a Lakers and Dodgers town, and you have like some people who are like they're fans of the Angels, and then you've got like the people who are like it's not yeah, cool to worst. like the Lakers, so I'm gonna love Clippers. Or I'm gonna love the Clippers or whatever. And like it's a it's a it's and we a, hate Clippers. We hate Clippers. Like that is what we do. So I mean, I think the Chargers like they're really like the 16. There are more people who are UCLA Bruins fans than there are Chargers fans. Right. And then when you've got, I mean, like USC football, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's U- LA's football team. USC football is more important than which the Rams. It's a cluster cuss currently, but yeah, yeah, it'll it's, always it's be SC. You, you know what I mean? It 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 always is. I would say going back to the Raiders. So when the Raiders were in Oakland and they were basically. Oh man, do you remember when the Oakland Raiders used to play on the Oakland Athletics baseball field? Right, like, like they wouldn't even do them the courtesy of like, you know, they were like getting barely rid of the lines over the baseball game. Yeah, <laughs> like talk I about a that. team. Talk about a city not wanting a team. That so anyways, stadium is a mess. Yeah, it's just all together the worst in all of sports. But keep going. So, anyways, they were talking about moving, and if all this was. Uh, you know, it was all on the table for a little bit that they were open to relocating anywhere. And I think Al Davis was like, hey, man, I own some property out on I-35 between Austin and San Antonio, and I'm going to move this team to San Antonio and just build to the San stadium. Marcus. To, yeah, they were going to be like the San Marcos Ra- yeah. Raiders. 
And I think San Antonio was kind of flirting with the idea of this. I think they kind of like this. If, if I remember correctly, back when Hurricane Katrina happened, didn't the Saints relocate to the Alamo Dome for maybe like a couple games in Golly, San Antonio? Golly, that sounds about right. Hurricane so Katrina I, was like 15 years ago. Oh, bro, I know. That seems like a lifetime ago. Um, so anyways, they were talking about it, but then Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys was like, look, I already Man, lost a bunch of fans to the Houston Texans. Um which side note, why would you ever name a sports team after a state? It's just, la- but, it's just lazy. Anyways, sorry, James Ramirez. Um, I would just say that Jerry Jones got involved and shut that down really quick. The Raiders going to San Antonio. And as a result, they are now the Las Vegas Raiders, which that stadium is the bee's knees, bro. Everything as bad as it was in Oakland. It's just as nice there. And uh, Have you my, been? I have not been. We've driven through Las Vegas twice. Um, it's really funny. We drive through and my seven-year-old son, the only thing he saw in Las Vegas that stood out to him was the big gold building that said Trump on it. And it was like, that's, that's right. So he's like, is that where, is that President Trump's uh, town? And I'm like, pump the brakes, dude. We're going we're gonna to get some liberal backlash if you start calling Las Vegas Trump's town. Um, but anyways, yes, that stadium, it looks amazing from the street. Our podcast isn't big enough to sustain that kind of heat, yeah. It, it's not. So we, this was not an endorsement for Las Vegas being Trump town. Uh, but yeah, it, was, it looks like it's an amazing stadium. I'd very much like to, to check it out one day. I mean, I hope one day to own a Las Vegas Raiders jersey of any wow. player. Well, put that it on a, your Elster, buddy. We'll see what happens at the Christmas ex- gift exchange. The, the Elster. Elster has been a great app, by the way. I'm a big I, fan yeah. of Elster. I'd love to be endorsed by Elster. I'd love to have a sponsorship. I would too. I mean, I just add stuff to that and then delete it and then add stuff. And then anytime somebody's like, what do you want for your birthday? What do you Listen, want for Christmas? I just like, want to say the Elster, bro. Your wife gets the best gifts for me because she takes them straight off my list. And That's sometimes it. I forget that I asked for them. And so then I like open a bottle of cologne and I'm like, yes. I asked, yes. I put this on my Elster like nine months ago and somebody yes. cares. Finally, yeah. I think we got you a wireless keyboard one year. I think it was on yes. your store and you were like, yes, I still I forgot use it I had this wireless in keyboard. my office to this day. It's great. You know what else I got uh, on Amazon? I'm just I, this might turn into an Amazon finds segment, but I got a mouse pad and part of it has a wireless charging for my iPhone. Hmm. So like like two thirds is mouse pad and another third. I just put my phone on it and it charges my phone all day. Your mouse pad charges your phone. Yeah. I still get tripped out. All of this is on Amazon. I still get tripped out going to there's some there's a bunch of Starbucks. I'm I'm sure maybe you guys have a a stack of them, but you can go into a Starbucks and then like while you wait, put your phone on the table. Yeah, it's still like the most bizarre thing to me. Sorcery. I'm so confused. Yeah, the it's like it's like Gandalf came in and took an initiative with Tim Cook of Apple. By the way, did you did you order the new phone? I, I will order mine this week. I, um, I ordered mine. I'm really excited about the celestial blue color. Did you go 13 Pro Max? I, I went 13 Pro. Um, okay. I, I just feel like there's not a lot of difference between the Pro and the Pro there Max. There weren't this year. It's basically the size of your hands. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got boy, that's a racket, hands, isn't there? So. I mean, we've come to a point where iPhones, man. I kind of look down my nose at people who have Androids. I, I think that's something that I need to work on in my own personal life. If no, you have an not. Android, if you have it's an Lord. Android, I just want you to know that I judge you right off the bat. And that's not you. That's me. And I want and, you to know that there's hope for you. 
Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that for me or the Android ch- user, the Android users, oh, you okay. can change, you can repent, you can uh, be welcome back home into the family of God, the family oh. of Steve Jobs, um, and in my heart, you can come back to my heart. Do you ever have you ever like exchanged numbers with somebody like right off the bat, and then you send that first text and it's green and it's green and you're like, oh, I suddenly don't want to text him as much. Like whatever no, it was that we not, were talking about. I don't about, want to I'm know like, them as much. Yeah. Can, it's, can it's, we just do this over email? Like make it more formalized. <laughs> I literally only have email for people with Androids. The, the worst because is. Because I don't want to look at your green, stupid text. The worst is whenever you get like a, you're in a group chat. And yeah. Because I want to name the group chat. I want to like messages in the group chat. Like there's nothing more. The worst text to ever get is so-and-so laughed at an image. Yeah, and like it, I, when it writes it out, it's like, it, wait, what? What did I you like write to troll? I troll hard in those because when somebody laughs at an image, I like the message that says "laughed at an image." So then it shows up. Stephen, Stephen Shelton, Shelton liked, la- liked, laughed so and so, laughed at it. Yeah, and you can keep that going for for forever. Yeah, and really, what I'm trying meta. to do is say, get an iPhone, you idiot. Yeah, that's that's what it comes down to. I have people that have argued with me and told me like, well, Androids are clearly better. And it's like, you're not like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I had a guy ask me and I, I really appreciate his um, his diligence. He said, we're the top five reasons to convert from Android to iPhone, um, which actually made me me think about it because I other than my own you know, selfish pride, I don't know that I ever thought about it before, but I, I really did think about it. And so. I gave him a list and, you know, I'm just praying for his soul at this point that he'll convert. And that's all you can do. He'll, he'll I feel hurt, like if you have an, if you have an iPhone, you don't need an iPad. The iPad then becomes a luxury. It becomes an extra thing. Right? Yeah. But here's the thing. But if that, you have an me, Android, you still need a tablet. But here's the thing to me, like, because it's an iPad, I want it even more. It's just a yeah. giant version of my phone. Mm-hmm. At this point, there's not a lot of difference, but yeah. like I'm wearing an Apple watch. I've got a MacBook pro I've got, I mean, they could give me like, they could call this like the eye candle and I'd give them $99 for it. It'd be like, just it's because, gonna do something, just because I it integrated somehow it with my, my cloud. Yeah. 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 And all you gotta do is say, Oh, well it integrates with your cloud. And I'm like, oh, sold. I'm there. I, I, anything. I don't like the cloud. I will say that about i about iTunes. The cloud has always thrown me for a loop. I feel like my iPhone consistently gets full of storage, and I'm like, I I have the cloud. I also pay you 99 cents for whatever it is, 50 gigabytes. How is it that I'm still getting these exclamation points on my photos? And I think it's the least. It's it's the most like non millennial thing about me is those types of little things that I don't know how to work about my iPhone. I also recently had, I lost my emoji function on my iPhone and I just punted on it. I was like, I don't know why I can't, like I can still write emojis, but you know how like if you type and you come up with a word, like you say basketball, it'll like offer to like put a basketball there. Oh, that's a oh, simple no. fix. I, I know that's a simple fix, but somehow I clicked a setting and it's gone. And now I'm, it's like, suddenly I just turned 69 or something like that. Like I'm now, I'm, I'm suddenly too yeah. old to- I'm suddenly too old to adjust the setting. It really does bother me. And well, ask your, ask your, uh, ask your eight year old. He can help. 
yeah, my, my eight-year-old is uh, uncomfortably knowledgeable about um, these types of things. Although he did ask me, I would like to be able to just make phone calls on my iPad like you do on your phone. And I was like, bro, you have that function. Like you called me to tell me this because you FaceTimed <laughs> me. And he's like, no, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to FaceTime you. I just want to be able to call you. I just picture him carrying his iPad like, yeah, just this with that this, big giant kids case on it. Yeah. Joel, I, I feel like I've um, tried to kids. get Joel to actually answer my FaceTime calls and he just declines it. And so that's even more insulting to me. Oh, that's super. That's super bad. I did have my kid call me one day uh, this past summer. He was being watched by a, uh, a, a babysitter of ours and his sister was out of control. And so he took the time to call me to tattle on his sister and i was like that's that's next level slippery slope yeah yeah like we're not doing that like i'm at work like you don't like we'll get the rundown from the babysitter later which parrot you think he gets that from oof not this one let me tell you that (laughs) but you can't win them all i mean you know that's one of the craziest things about parenting to me is seeing a behavior in your child that infuriates you and then realizing Mm -hmm. that the reason they do it is because of you. Like either they saw you do it and they're copying you or it's genetic. And they just like, you do it because your dad did it. You know, I like that just it. The first time I saw Joel doing something and I was like, Oh my gosh, why does he do that? And charity was like, because you do it. Yeah. Because you do it. I could have crawled in a hole at that moment. I mean, he even, but here's the thing, Joel, Joel has some of our father-in-law in him as well. That yes. cracks me up the way he sits and holds his iPad and like mm-hmm. crosses his legs. I'm like, Hey, David Flores, Jr. Like yeah. just, just absolutely a spitting image of it. A lot of yeah, facial, Jack- a lot of it's like facial expressions. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Jax has a touch of that, but um, the one, the other thing I've noticed is my wife and I, now I don't, you know, maybe, maybe you and your wife don't do this but sometimes we argue and when we argue we've tried to work on this thing where we like take it's kind of like in him yam where you just go pause and you like break yeah. and then you just kind of go back well we started doing this thing where we're just like okay let's take five like let's just you go to there and i'll go over here we'll both cool down and then we'll come back and regroup in a minute and let cooler heads prevail so my I, seven-year-old son and my six-year-old daughter have started going like they're fighting back and forth and my six-year-old daughter goes let's take five and she leaves and goes to the room and then i just hear her go into the room and she like slams the door behind her and you can like hear her in her room she's like ugh he never listens to me he always thinks it's me who's doing it he always thinks but he never wants what did she say she's like you never want to take ownership for what he did wrong and i'm like this is a 6 year old that is clearly parenting things that she's heard her mother and father say in anger out of the heat of the moment and i'm like okay yeah, they're clearly watching us. I, I feel like and the listening. five minute thing, I feel like that would just give me like five minutes to like remember some other things that I was mad yeah. about. Well, we've, like I said, we've been trying it. It doesn't always work uh, because well, I, how it goes. Because because I'll get into those funks too, where I'm like, and another thing. And it's like, wait, that was, <laughs> that defeats the purpose of the five minute break here. Um, but yeah, man, like you have to keep working at it, I guess. That's the, yeah, that's, that's the logic. That's our marriage tip for the yeah, keep working uh, for the day. It. you'll get there you'll get there someday you'll get it's there like someday. uh there's that there's a michael scott quote 
and I don't even know what the original context is uh, because I I say it for almost anything. But he, um, I think I think it's when he's eating mayonnaise or something like that, like instead of ice cream, and he just looks at somebody and goes, "You'll learn, baby. You'll learn." <laughs> and I've and I've just incorporated that into like my almost everyday vernacular. Somebody's like, "I didn't know blah blah." blah. I'm like, "You'll learn, baby. You'll learn." If that's, that's how I feel about marriage, and people ask me like about marriage, I'm like, "You'll learn, baby. You'll learn." If if I had your wife here right now and I asked her, Mrs. Shelton, what is the most annoying, like the single most annoying phrase that your husband says to you? What do you think her answer would be? Oh my gosh. Um, it's, it's funny to ask what I think it would be. Um, but I mean, I, I just kind of want to ask her. I think I, I would like to hear your, like your perception. My, my, oh man. Do you, have you found yourself in your mid thirties now starting to sound like a dad? My dad says, yeah. 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 I think I can tell you what mine is. Mine is simple. I tell pretty much everybody in, in my family, if you don't stop, I'm going to put a knot on your head so high that you're going to have to tippy toe to scratch it. And it's, it's so easy for me to say it. (laughs) and it rolls off the tongue and sometimes i say it because sometimes i say it because i'm like gonna be silly and then other times i say it because i'm angry and i don't know what else to say that would be appropriate and then other times i think like i'm trying to be funny and nobody else finds it funny it sure is one of those dad things that i say i Um, i think i say something like i mean like I, i obviously i think she'd be she'd say like the way that i tell joel like Oh, Joel, quiet. Like, because mm-hmm. Joel tends to escalate his volume the more sure. excited he gets about whatever it is he's playing. It's like, oh, can you be quiet? Joel, Joel, volume, Joel, volume. So I think I consistently like say the word volume like volume. regularly about volume. all things like volume. volume, volume, volume. Like somebody's watching something too loud. I'm like, oh, volume. Yeah, I can do that with Jax. Jax will crank that iPad, man. He's like, I can't hear everybody. Oh, right. has their, everybody's talking too loud. I was like, your response to everybody talking too loud was to turn your own iPad up. Like, what's yeah. the matter with you? Were you raised in a barn? Um, I, I actually just texted my wife and asked her what's the most annoying thing I say frequently. So um, I kind of want to text your wife and ask her what she says. Yeah, you should, you should text her. It would be interesting to see what that response is. I could also tell you that I have another bad one where um uh every time my kid says that they're thirsty do you say th- no you do not you do i not. do you're thirsty i'm friday come over saturday and we'll have a sunday oh, oh it's so, so bad good. i mean i, I have I think, some solid yeah. ones like that yeah i uh i have some really it's just like the dad joke like thing comes in you the minute you have a child yeah uh you it's can't really it's help un it. it's yeah it's unavoidable. I, I also think um, I you know we you have a son so you understand this but um, my son can be quite reckless at times mm-hmm. um, and and throw caution to the wind. He thinks I'm made of money, mm-hmm. and whatever it is that he willfully breaks for no good reason, I will just replace. Yeah, uh, and he also I think knows me well enough to know like. I don't like a cracked screen. Like if your screen is cracked, I'm going to get, I'm going to get it fixed. Like yep. if you break something, I'm going to throw it away and replace it. Like, I just don't like broken cheap right. stuff. 
Um, but one thing my dad uh, always said, and I think he would tell you that his dad said it too, but I find myself saying it all the time. And the first time I heard myself say it, I was like, dang it. I heard myself. I didn't even think about saying it. I just said it. And now I've fully embraced it because I, I understand the reality of it and something will break and I'll sigh this like deep sigh, like, oh. the and side. then I say, can't keep anything around here. <laughs> yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and lately I've been quoting, uh, I've been quoting Talladega Nights and the legend of Ricky Bobby, where he says, I work too hard for your bull chip. <laughs> I work too hard so, for your bull, Chip. I, I say I work too hard for your bull pretty regularly, but I want to um, I want to I want to uh, expound on that point. You brought up a great point about Talladega Nights. We're in a we're um, I have people that I uh, work with that are some younger people. Um, oh, like they've if, never seen Talladega Nights. They've never. It's not that they've never seen Talladega Nights. It's like they have no concept of Will Ferrell's like. The frat pack. Excellent. Yeah. Um, like Old Anchorman. School, Wedding Crashers. I don't Anchorman. know that I don't know that there's a more quotable movie on the planet other than Anchorman. Oh, like absolutely it, not. It, it's, it's that good. It, it was. It was something that came out, I think it came out in 2004. And it was about the time I was a senior in high school. My mind was blown. I, I had never seen comedy like that before. Like I had never, I never... I never knew like what that type of cheesy comedy Those was. things have worked their way into like my vernacular. Like they're yeah. like, tell me you don't go to a Mexican restaurant and at some point say, this burrito is good, but it is filling. And then throw uh, how many times have room. I said that? Like, I've said that so many times to people. And I have, I have a whole generation of people that don't understand what I mean. Yeah, my actual job is um, I can't is, go to the city working of with college students. Yeah, and some of them haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite, oh. which to me is like the most transformative movie of my late teens. Um, I mean, yeah, Tina, come get your ham, you fat lard. Like, did you tell them they were the Lord's chips? Bet I could throw a football over the mountains. Like, like, I mean, I feel like that genre of comedy was wasted well what it, was the first it, movie that you watched that was old that you were like okay that's funny like i like oh man when you were maybe 18 19 20 you watched a movie that was maybe 20 years old like Golly, the first one so i that... ever watched was caddyshack caddyshack was like i remember watching caddyshack and then coming around going shana na 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 I've actually never seen Caddyshack. Okay, well, there Caddyshack's a good one. But was there something from maybe the '80s that you were like, okay, that's a funny movie? No, because we were. I was so sheltered. Um, like I just I had. I remember watching Tommy Boy. Like Tommy Boy's a good one. I was probably like eight or nine, but I saw it when it was like brand new. So, I mean, I we we never watched old movies. I take that back. We watched old movies, but they were like from the '40s. Like you I lived like overseas movies. and we got movies Sound at, of the, music. at the library. Yeah. And we watched like, <laughs> wait, you could get movies at the library movies. Yeah. That's the VHS literal point. movies at the library. Uh, so I, I, I watched old movies then. Um, but then there was like a, a, 
I will say this. I watched a lot of old TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Family Ties in its entirety about 18 years after it went off the air. Yeah. Like, you know, Growing Pains, all those that like. Growing Pains was solid. Who's the boss? Who's all the boss? All those that were like, you know, late 80s, early 90s. I watched those late, maybe even earlier than that, but I watched those way later. Um, and they were, I, I watched them like they were brand new. Um, well, while we're, while we're on the topic of get off my lawn and we're sounding like a bunch of old grouches right now, um, this generation will never know what it's like to race home on a Friday night and pop a bag of popcorn and sit down and watch TGIF. TGIF, TGIF was like, man, I, I can remember. Full being... House, Family Matters. Were you around for um, Step by golly, Step? Step by Step. There was one with oh, perfect strangers is what perfect it was. Strangers, yep. Um, was, I, I, yeah, those those were great. I remember being incredibly sick one time, uh, maybe when I was like seven, eight, nine years old, something like that, and like I had like congestion, and my grandmother at the time put me in front of she like put me on the couch and just like sat me down on like a Friday night, and I remember like laughing at at, uh, at a Full House and Family Matters. And uh, laughing and all the congestion in my chest, like loosened up. And I remember like telling me like a merry heart does good like a medicine. And I was like, what, what? Like, this is, <laughs> is this biblical to watch TGIF? Like, it is. Okay, it really is. I'll roll with it. Um, well, yeah, I, t- I, TGIF was I, I was so behind on things. Um, I just saw Star Wars for the first time. What? Yeah. That's I, deep, man. I just watched. That? What did you watch? I watched uh, four, five, six, and then we went like back the original? and watched. Yeah, okay. New Hope, Turn of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. Watched four, five, six, and then went back and watched one, two, three, mm-hmm. um, and then we watched uh, Rogue One. Yeah. So I'm still in the process. Didn't watch seven, eight, nine. Haven't watched Solo. Um, I saw The Mandalorian. Got nominated for an Emmy. Um, so I'll probably try to watch that at some it's point. Great show. But I haven't yet. Um, I I just, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into it, but at the same time, I I'm like, these movies are not awesome, but I see why people like them. Right. They're, they're, uh, they're like fan obsessions. It's like, it's like a cult, what do they call it? Cult fiction, I guess. Yeah. We watched the Mandalorian in quarantine. Our oldest was like, all these kids are talking about baby Yoda and so we watched the mandalorian and the mandalorian is kind of cool it's a little bit like a western if you haven't seen it by now then that's your own fault i do not believe in like holding out for spoilers more than 48 hours so once a show or video or movie watches out like i'm gonna be happy to ruin it for you uh the mandalorian is like a western but it's set like in star wars and so there's a lot of like gunslinging that was like the first time that my kid had ever seen somebody like it get blasted before with the blaster and so we were like oh why we actually have to s- slow down here and make sure that our kid is coming along but then we went and we watched them not in order of release but like in chronological film order so it tells you like you know watch one two then watch solo then watch four then watch three then watch i mean i'm not saying the right thing but um yeah my kids got obsessed about it and then of course we went to disney world in march and right, I remember we that to, we were trying to binge watch it before we got to Disney World. So by the time they got to Disney World, they were very much into like, ah, Star Wars. And but they I had remember, their lightsabers, and yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah, those lightsabers. I mean, I'm so glad we spent almost two hundred dollars on those lightsabers, which 
they haven't used since Disney World. So great investment. Really excited about what we did with those lightsabers. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I, um, I got into Marvel stuff probably 2019. Had never, re- I mean, I think I'd seen a couple, but I never really like paid attention to the universe and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I got into it hard um, and, and, you know, watched, decided I was going to do a chronological order watch, which is like 20 something movies. Um, it was right That's when Infinity Infinity War came out. And uh, these kids at the church were like, hey, have you seen Infinity War? I was like, what's an Infinity War? And they're yeah. like, oh, my God, how do you not know? So went back. To watch them for pastoral relationship conversation. Ex- exactly. That's who I am, you know. Um, so I went back, watched them all, got to Infinity War while it was still in the theater. Like yeah. now, granted, it was in theaters for a long time, but I wouldn't watch that many movies from the time Infinity War came out to while it was still in the theaters. Watch them all in succession. Now I, I um, for the most part, am there opening night. Um, every single Marvel Marvel movie, every single Marvel show. I'm really into it. I just kind of wonder if my son will think of this the way I think of star Wars. Ooh, I don't know. That's a, that's a good point. I I've kind of dragged my feet on some Marvel stuff. I can't get into the shows. The shows are like, uh, okay, this, the... could, this could be, we could completely change the topic of this entire podcast because I could, I could do a whole Marvel Disney plus like um, the virtues of, and the perils of segment or two weeks worth of talking because some of them are terrible. Yeah. Really think so. What was the one that came out with Vision and... Uh, WandaVision. WandaVision. The first three so, episodes were the most confusing thing I've ever put in my eyes. Look, if you're making a show and you want Stephen Hale to watch it, you got to get me in the first episode. I'm not giving you three episodes. Kind of like this podcast. Kind of like this podcast. We hooked you guys on the first one. You're back now the, for first the second one, one. I'll be honest with you. It's not been as good, but it, you're here, aren't you? So yeah, you're here. And, and you're probably going to stick around for the third. But the the problem is you cannot. I, I don't like how shows expect you to hang around for that long. Yeah, like, I, I don't, think the Marvel thing is like they just. They have such on a the hook in their had, fandom. Yes. Yeah. It's such it's such arrogance. The pompous attitude. I, I will say this. By the, the time they got to the end of WandaVision, I was on the, I mean, I stayed up those, they drop at midnight on the West yeah. Coast, which is 2 a.m. here. And I stayed up till 2 a.m. to watch it drop live. The um, WandaVision finale? Yeah, it was so good. Was it worth um, it? I I the way WandaVision ended for me was was worth it. Um, now I will say this: I didn't start watching until five weeks in, so I watched all five of the first episodes in one day, which made it yeah. easier because it was. I think I'd have given up after episode two if I was watching so week to week. Shows can't I keep kind doing of, that anymore. I think we've moved past that as uh, as you got to put them all out at once. You got to you got to drop the week. season. No. Hey, no. speaking of which, um, I I got charity to watch Ted Lasso with me. We started watching that uh, yeah. yesterday. How'd that go? Um, I forgot. I forgot how much I like it. It's it's got a lot of heart in it. It's I know it's taking a, a weird turn this season from just like mm-hmm. what I'm reading. I haven't I haven't caught up to it yet. But so the, um, this week's episode, uh, which was a, I feel like shows do this a lot too. They they have a great first season where they just kind of hit, you know, all your heartstrings and and shows will kind of pull this and you just kind of see if it works, and then the show ends and then you kind of get renewed for a second season. 
And then um, Ted Lasso's case, they got renewed for a second and a third season. So when you've got that third season to kind of bank yeah, on, you experiment. Then you, yeah. Then you experiment. And now you have to start doing a little bit more character development. And so there's been some character development and there's been a little bit of like, <coughs> excuse me. There's been a little bit of like uh, forced dialogue at times, or maybe the writing seems a little like, that's not what I think that character would do. I still think it's a great show, but this week they um, they did a whole like character development show on Coach Beard, who's like the assistant oh, coach of the show. Yeah, and I got to tell you, man, I'm I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't mm. a fan of it. It was the first episode that I watched that I was like, "Ooh, I don't know that I like that." And I won't spoil like what happened for you um, because I think I'll we're still in soon. that. I think we're still in that forty-eight window, forty-eight hour. Okay. Like, spoiler window I'll but i was like week. oh man like i just got on a podcast and told everybody like this show has the potential to be better than the office and it wasn't um i i don't well, i don't know that i'm i don't know that i'm ready to fully pull that claim yet because the office had a few blahs a dud or two yeah i never liked um i never liked the the um the the the, the holly girl I know everybody loved Holly. Oh, Amy Ryan. She was so great. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't like her. Um, did you watch, did you watch season one of the morning show? The morning show is good. I, I like that Season show. two just dropped episode yep, one. Two. It's out on Apple yep. TV. I, we watched it. I loved it. Um, I have, I have not man, watched. I think, I think Jennifer Aniston is so good. She's, I really she's do. Awesome. And she's great and, in that role. And so is Reese Witherspoon. I, yep. I was dumbfounded. Uh, there's another one on Apple TV um, that is called Truth Be Told, um, and it has, yes. oh gosh, I can't remember her name. She was in The Help and some other things. You know who I'm talking about. Yep, I do. Um, um, she's like My it, wife has been telling me to watch Truth Be Told. She's and... basically like a true crime podcaster. Yep. Uh, and season one was excellent, and I didn't realize that season two had dropped Octavia already. Octavia Spencer. Uh, Octavia Spencer. There it is. Love you, Octavia. Yep. Uh, she's a, she's a fan. She's a listener. Yeah. Uh, but Kate Hudson is in season two. Yes. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to watch that. Uh, the other season, the other show, I, I, I know we talked about shows last episode. So I wanted to follow up because I felt like a real loser. Mm -hmm. who sure. was like, I, I listened to a podcast, but a show that was on the air 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, there is a show <laughs> on uh, Peacock, which God, just call it NBC plus or something for crying out loud. That's all it is. It's all it's it is. Um, which first of all, have you, did you watch the young rock on Peacock? I did not No. Okay. I, I know I, what it is, I but I haven't watched it. I don't, I didn't hate it. I, okay. I look, my wife is a huge Dwayne. And this is how I'll know if she listened this late, late into the episode, because I'm going to say my wife loves Dwayne, the rock Johnson. And <laughs> as soon as, uh, as soon as she hears me say that she will call me immediately and say, why did you tell everybody how much I love Dwayne, the rock Johnson? But she it was does, all over her Twitter feed. It's a she known fact tweeting the in our family. Um, I liked I liked the show. Twain's really good. Uh, no, there's a show on Peacock called um, The Lost Symbol, which is an adaptation of a Dan Brown novel, the guy who wrote The Da Vinci Code and uh, Angels and Demons and mm. stuff. And uh, I, I would appreciate I, that, I, but I don't read. I'm so into Dan Brown novels. Like I will 500 pages, knock it out in a weekend. I don't know why. I just, I'm into it. Um, I'm into thriller novels. And, and I really, I, re I read the Da Vinci Code 
nothing has come as close to shaking my personal relationship with Jesus Christ as the Da Vinci Code. Um, Powerful. It was, it was just a really well-written book. Um, that was... And, and for, a, for a young, like, 18-year-old, yeah. it's like, oh, my God, what do I even believe? Uh, then I reminded myself it was, in fact, a fiction book. It was a fiction book. Uh, okay. yeah. So it wasn't and like so me I... reading Rob Bell. <laughs> no. We okay. can talk about that. Maybe we can have Rob on the show at some point. I'd love uh, to. He might charge you four hundred dollars and make you go surf with him for two days. But yeah. well, but you know what? If we can, uh, if we can get all these podcast sponsorships up, really, I mean, four hundred dollars is nothing. There's this thing I told you. There's a um, a podcast sponsorship website I sent to you. Oh, yeah, and some of the options like for people to pay you is like interviewing them about their product. And I'm telling you right now, I'm here for that. A hundred percent. I'm down. I'm here to interview awesome people guests. about. Inter- products just, i have no interest in whatsoever but if you will pay me 20 bucks i just it's so let's worth go it. for it i Absolutely. thought we could make t-shirts um, the last our, show our bitmojis we could do all kinds of stuff oh because the goal here is to not? get rich That'd be perfect that's the goal i don't know if we're gonna do too well with it um the last show that i would say again i, I would just tell everybody to go watch is hacks and i'm telling you um i just took what's a quick, it on again it's on hbo okay. um it's uh, 30 minute episodes and I'm, I'm just telling you, I took a quick peek at the Emmys tonight as we're recording this and hacks is cleaning up. I'm just saying hacks is cleaning up. Interesting. So, go watch hacks. Don't watch it while there's any children around because there's plenty of profane babblings. Uh, but it's a great show and it's really well, well written and it's super funny and it's super meta and it's super like makes fun of like the woke like component of it did you let me let me my last question for you when it comes to tv i feel like we got some good tv discussion here uh did you watch the show on hbo called the righteous gemstones i watched the pilot of it but i did not watch anything more of it oh my gosh i feel personally i felt personally attacked yeah Yeah. let's just put it that way i know it's she's she's into it she'll watch the whole thing of it and just run with it but i Again, you got to get me in one show. I'm ADHD, so if it doesn't if it doesn't click after one episode, I'm out. Now, okay, can I would love to talk about ADHD at some point because we just yeah. had an appointment with Joel's doctor. Sure. Uh, and she was like, um, "Oh, he's super ADHD," and I was like, "Well, that's just like a casual thing to say about my six year old." Yeah, no um, big deal. Meanwhile, he's like doing a handstand like on the <laughs> hospital bed. You know, like he's just yeah and like literally just wiggling mm-hmm. the entire time right and i was like i mean this checks out but like what, what being, did, so it's a blessing and a curse being adhd is cool because i could like i cannot write like it could take me like an hour to write an email that is like three responses but then whenever i was in college and i had to write like a 40 page paper with citations and everything you know, I could sit down with a monster energy drink and I could write the whole thing in 90 minutes and then get an A on it if I can hyper-focus. Were you medicated? Regularly. Uh, I was medicated for a time. I didn't, I wasn't crazy about the particular medication that yeah. I had. I took, um, I had Adderall for a while and I was at one point I was doing the two a day where you took like the one in the morning and the one in the afternoon. And that was like, I just felt like I was always ready to just go. I was just like, ah, and then I took uh, the extended release and the extended release is like, you take one in the morning and it just kind of like mellows you out. But the thing about the extended release is 
uh, I'm a night owl. And so right around six o'clock in the evening, I would be ready. I'm like, it clearly has extended its release. Um, so I, I actually like the twos, the taking two a day, because I could kind of plan that out a little bit, depending on what my day was going to be. But you Um, were like, you were like older when you were right. I didn't get medicated. I was never medicated as a child. And so, um, and when I was in college writing those papers, I was not medicated at the time when I was doing that. So that was like a natural thing. And, and I have, again, if you're getting your medical advice from the Stephen and Stephen show, that's on you. Don't, that's a bad, don't, a bad idea. don't take your stuff. Well, what I would do is I would take, uh, I would usually put the kids to kids to bed. And so I would start writing these papers at like nine o'clock at night. And I'd sit down with a Red Bull, a monster energy drink, a bang, something like that. I'd get the room complete, completely quiet. I would zone out on, you know, all the lights. I would get it dark. I'd get the AC pumping up and I'd just get myself comfortable and I would turn off my phone. I would disconnect from everything. And I kid you not, uh, I pumped out a 40 page paper with citations and annotations and got an A on it. Like just that hyper focus. So ADHD is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 um, one thing on this, this show that I, I will always do is be kind of real and vulnerable about just stuff that like is real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think, um, obviously like we have a unique situation with our child. You mm-hmm. have two children, a boy and a girl. And um, I think at some point people will listen um, and, and relate to something or at least like hear us say something like, Oh my God, I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know? um, and, and I'm down for that. So this is something that's kind of like, I mean, Joel's our only kids. So this is a, uh, a unique sort of situation um, for me. So I I'm, I'm super research oriented. Like yeah, somebody mentioned something I'm, I'm looking it up. Like, and not just like Googling, like I'm, I'm buying books, you know, I'm, I'm doing all, I listen to podcasts. I, I really right. like want to get all the information I can, um, just cause you know, you love your kids and you want to help them as much as, right. as they possibly can, especially if, you know, you didn't get the help you needed when you were a kid, you want to turn around and make sure like they don't go through that. So, um, I'm, always, I'm just very, I'm curious to kind of see where this goes. Um, right. with him because I, I have a good friend um, who is one of the just most intentional conversationalists I've ever known. Just amazing personality. I mean, just when he's talking to you, it's like, you're the only person in the world. Like he's so laser focused. He's so in, and I've always known him to be that way. And um, I said something to him one time. He's like, Oh bro, I'm super medicated. Like <laughs> I am, yeah. I am like uh, unhinged without, without the medication. So yeah. Yeah, it changed my life. Like I have a college degree because of it. There's no other way right. I'm I'm you know passing classes. I just thought, man, like science is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's very cool. And it, it it's um I I I'm currently not medi- medicated um for a, a, a plethora of reasons. I would say that uh, another thing we can get in and talk to it is uh the Veterans Affairs uh, Association and how they medicate oh, uh, veterans. That, that's a that's a podcast and a half for you right there. So uh, I'm currently not at that case, um, but I am. I still do have communications with my doctor, and I make some. I live a lifestyle that helps. I can really tell when my ADHD spikes is whenever I'm eating a lot of fast food and a lot of like mm. soda. Um, but then I can also tell like whenever it kind of calms is whenever I eat a little bit more uh, holistically. Um, you know, I was doing really well with my ADHD whenever I was on the keto diet. I'm not keto at the moment, but um, I'm really just kind of like on a seafood diet, which is I 
seafood night seafood eat food hey oh man dad jokes for days i think Um, we should call it yeah i think so too i think that's a good sign uh but yeah let's talk more about this uh in the in the weeks ahead and uh i think we have that's good i mean that's that's real life to me you know what i mean that's real life um my wife i i asked her what's the most annoying phrase i use for my podcast tell me now she just said ha i don't know but she's typing so let's see if there's something good that comes out of this. Oh, she stopped typing. I guess. Those, I guess you would never it. even know that on an Android. what an anticlimactic. <laughs> you you would just know that you, would just you had to take. Like, yeah, she would just be like somebody just said, "Huh, I don't know," and then they walked away from their phone. If you're on an Android, so uh, yeah, that's fair. It's the worst. Well, this was a successful second episode. I think it was. I think it's only going to get better from here, and I look we're, forward to the next version way. of this. Here we go. All right. All right, um, man. Well, don't forget to follow us at the two Stevens on the all two platforms. Stevens. Yes, uh, you can follow us individually. The Hailstone, yep. Stephen Shelton. I'll put all that on our stuff. But um, yeah. Oh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Ed Chavez Jr., who sent us ours our yes, first financial our first, supporter first donation. Ed Chavez our Jr. First thanks. supporter. So thank you, Ed. Um, and places. if you if you want to jump on in on this, you can find that on our link tree which is in our Instagram bio. It's a link tree, uh, the two Stevens. So anyway, all right, buddy. Good chatting with you, bro. You too, man. See you next week.